Okay, now we go all the way to sunny St. Lucia, where my namesake, Darren, with one R, Mr. Sammy, is joining us from the Caribbean. Are you good? I am good. What about you? Yeah, we're not bad. We're surviving in lockdown. It's pretty miserable. In the middle of winter, it's dark all the time. <laughs> well, not... I might have a smile on my face, but um, it's, not a good, it's not a good position to be in. You know, um, I'm here in St. Lucia. We've had, we've gone through our lockdown, but um, yeah, it's, it's it's trying times in the world right now. You know, but there's always there's always um, a glimmer of hope. You know, um, with what we see happening with the vaccines and everything like that. Do you have uh, many visitors stranded out there at the moment? Um, yes, we. I, I think we have a number of our 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 visitors come from the UK and and, and the US, and after the. The, the, the lockdown, you know, a few of, of, of the guys. Um, I don't think they're too too sad being in St. Lucia, <laughs> enjoying our lovely beaches and the ambience and, and the beauty of the of the island. But uh, yeah, they've they've there are a few of them here in St. Lu- in St. Lucia enjoying the 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 ease of, of the corona um, virus. And it's probably about eighty degrees warmer there than it is here at the moment. I could bet they would be coming back with a time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've missed out. I, I come out to the Caribbean every year. I haven't been. In fact, the last time I was there was when uh, the World Cup was on. I timed it really badly. Uh, oh. and I, I managed to actually be in Barbados when the World Cup final was on, but I oh. found a rum shop. Uh, <laughs> I trust you. There are a lot of those. <laughs> there are a lot of those in the Caribbean. Every, <laughs> on every street, they probably have a, a couple of them. Yeah. <laughs> It's a different shot of rum in the Caribbean. I know. And also, it's a different experience watching sports in the Caribbean, whether it's cricket or football or horse racing. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. The crowd crowd gets into it. Yeah. Even the old guys. Yes. Oh, yeah. Especially the old guys. You know, just growing up watching cricket on TV, and you, you would hear the old guys at the Kensington Oval, the old Kensington Oval. Yeah, oh, yeah. That was that was something to, to watch as a kid growing up. <laughs> so, I don't know where to start. What a career. Uh, achievements uh, everywhere, all over the world. Test, T20, domestic. Uh, Brentwood CC. Yeah. <laughs> That's got to be the peak. Yes. <laughs> Obviously, the pinnacle. Johnny Woolford. Yeah. I haven't seen him for a while, man, but that was... Talking to Johnny today. Wises were something, man. <laughs> uh, I think that was that was a stepping stone in, in my career. Just coming to England, being at the, on the MCC Young Cricketers, it really opened me up uh, to what, you know, the prospects of international cricket, you know, just being at Lord's everyday training, playing against the, the, the county second teams and they have good guys coming down from the first team trying to get form and just the competition and constantly just being at cricket. You know, that really changed my mindset towards uh, the career I wanted to have. How did that com- compare to what you'd experienced uh, the, that, you know, before that in, in growing up in the West Indies? How did coming to Lords and England, what was different? Yeah, first of all, the professionalism, you know, just seeing kids just, you know, devote their time and their skill to, 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 
to to their careers, you know, seeing how um, people operate. I remember one of my first games, um, Johnny and, 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 and all the guys said, oh man, we're playing on one um, quote-unquote shit ground today, you know what I mean? <laughs> and I was like, wow, we must be playing on in on, on Garakara Park, some, some ground like that in, in, in Trinidad and Tobago where we play first-class cricket. When I went to the ground, they said it was that because it was had a slope. The thing was lush, green outfield. I was like, man, if I get that in the Caribbean every single day, I would be happy. Uh, and that was before all the first-class um, games were being played in the stadiums. You know, before we used to play on the outskirts or, or not the test ground. But soon after that, they said all first-class games should be played at a venue um, that is up to to standard, but that really changed my mindset. You know, just having exposed, being exposed to coaching. Clive Radley was was amazing. Uh, Owen Docks, uh, I remember um, he coached Gloucester for a while, um, and um, yeah, it's just the whole opportunity given. You know how it came about. Funny story, but. Um, I was very, very happy, and and, and and it was a privilege to 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 get that early in in my career. To the following year, whilst I was on the MCC Young Cricketers, I got called to to represent the West Indies team. And uh, some incredible moments with the West Indies and captaining. Uh, and Webby tells me from my research that, uh, from the research we've both been doing, because when we have big names on, we got a put the homework in <laughs> no man I'm, 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 I'm a small I'm a small I'm a small fish you know I'm a small fish in a big scheme of, of, of cricket there's not much to research about Clive Lloyd told us he looks up to you <laughs> I, that's my so Clive Lloyd so Vivian Richards you know growing up although I didn't see much of them but just listening to my father and the, the, the older folks speak about these these gentlemen. You know, they really, you know, change the face of, of, of West Indian cricket. You know, um, especially, you know, Saviv, uh, the era in which he played. You know, and what that team represented. You know, today you you see, you know, all the Black Lives Matter movement. Um, you know, you talk about race and equality and all these things. And if it's one thing. I understood from speaking to guys like Sir Clive Lloyd and Sir Vivian Richards, especially when they taught England, the way black people, the sense of pride and, 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 and the way they walked in the streets when West Indies played against England because we used to dominate back then. You know, they could go in the office and walk with the head up high. That represented something um, which to me, when I started playing, you know, I took that on with me and I think I played the game in a manner, um, I might not have the numbers of the greats, but in terms of my attitude, you know, I, I always played the game with, with um, that in my mind, what West Indies cricket represents to, to, to our people. Two T20 World Cups are not bad numbers though, are they? <laughs> I had a great team. You know, I had a team full of, experienced guys playing, you know, across the leagues, across the world. You know, now you, you see England giving the guys 
um, the opportunity to go and play in the IPL and they've been a little bit more, um, you know, easygoing. Um, we have had that opportunity to, to play T20 franchise cricket across the globe. It might, come, it might have come at, at a cost, you know, and, and a, a sour relationship with, with board and players. But what it did in terms of, you know, exposing our players and, and, and the, the contribution uh, it made to us winning two World Cups, that, that was massive. So for me as a, as a leader, as a captain of the team, it was, you know, it was quite, um, in, in terms of the cricket, it was quite easy, you know, leading these guys out there on the field when they were, they were seasoned uh, campaigners. A 2016 final and that last over. <laughs> I, I don't think... Move on, move on. <laughs> that, was, that, was, that was something else. That was something else. It was. It was, and, you know, every time I, I relieve the moment, you know, um, you know, people talk about, you know, Carlos Braffwick and that famous quote from, um, that famous moment from, from Ian Bishop. But if you look at, you know, what the West Indies team went through, you know, during, before and during that, that World Cup, you know, I, I tell guys 2012 was, was great. But I've never played on a West Indies team where I've seen a group of men so focused and determined to win. You know, because they know, we knew what winning meant and what it could do for us, you know, um, and, and the statement and the message we could, you know, um, put out there um, after we, because of winning. And I thought that energy... And, and that uh, mindset carried all the way through till, till the last six balls of, of the tournament, you know, and we on the bench was believing and Carlos and, and Marlon Samuels, you know, they just knew that they, they had the belief in, 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 in the guys um, out there. And Carlos, he just hit four sixes. I think, honestly, <laughs> if we had... If oh, Ben Stokes. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah but, but then you look at the two careers, how, what happened after that. I think Ben Stokes would have, um, have uh, matured, um, you know, at a, at a rapid rate, you know, and it's sad, but, you know, that probably caused the decline of, 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 of Carlos, although he's playing really well right now in the big bash. But I think, you know, it chance people saw Carlos now from, you know, Carlos, the, the, the all-rounder, the guy who could, you know, bat to, you know, the sixth machine. And, you know, I think the, 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 the pressure of relieving those moments, you know, probably got the better of him over the years. But it's good to see him now, you know, bowling well and, 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 and performing you know, and, um, and Ben Stokes has had a, a brilliant career after this. And don't forget uh, Marlon Samuels. <laughs> what entertainment. <laughs> Mar Mar Marlon, look, just not only just on, on the cricket field, um, and that's why I said on the field my job was, was quite easy. 
but you know we had different uh, characters in our dressing room. Um, Marlon was one. If you you got to understand him. If you don't understand Marlon, you'll think Marlon. Um, probably a lot of people think he's he's different, you know. But I think mentally he's one of the the, the strongest guys I've, I've I've played with, you know. Knowing that you know people view you a certain way, maybe some of the things he probably brought it up on himself, you know. But knowing that and to go out there and and, and in the most precious situation. Uh, winning a World Cup for well, two World Cups for for the region, you know, it shows the the inner strength that that he possesses. But um, yeah, Marlon is one I always understood, and I knew how to to um, to captain him, and um, we actually get along get along well, you know. But you know, he's he's a special one, you know, <laughs> in his own way. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to ask you, um, and we're not going to get into politics and stuff, but there was mm -hmm. always, going back years and years and generations, this uh, small island, big island rivalry. Yeah. Uh, in a friendly way. It's, it's still going on. Yeah. You know, it's still, it's still there in, in West Indies cricket. You know, if you look at how, you know, guys are even are, are being selected, you know, it's not as as um, as um, much as it was before, but you could still see the insularity in in the in West Indies cricket, depending on on, on, on which island you're from. You know, but um, Barbados, we all know Barbados, Jamaica, Trinidad, Guyana, they call the big islands, and the, the, the dudes like myself and Devon Smith and. Andre Fletcher and all these guys, we are called the small island boys. We come from the <laughs> Leewards and the Windward Islands. You know, um, but it's something I always uh, encourage my, my the upcoming cricketers here. You know, you just let your performance, you, you know, let your performance speak for itself. You control the things that, 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 that is within your power. The other thing, all you could do is put your numbers on, on the board and it's up to, to the selectors to, to decide. And if you keep putting it and they keep ignoring you, then you know it's not really your fault. It's, it's somebody else who has something against you or, or, or where you're from. And coming right up to date, I think the world of cricket owes West Indies a massive, massive debt of gratitude for the last six months. They were the first team when cricket resumed to get on a plane and come to England in the middle of our first lockdown when it was really risky. Yeah. And we were trying to work out the other day, Webby and I were talking, if you're a West Indies player, how much air miles do you have from the last six months? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and yes, you can't... And it's, as a result of this, you see the squad they put to play against Bangladesh. Some of the guys, you know, they probably burnt out living in a bubble. Yeah. You know, I've been I've been in one. It's not the easiest thing to do. You hear of the NBA players who on multi-million dollar contracts a year. You know, you hear of LeBron James, one of the you know the athlete, best top athletes in the world. You know, talk about you know how stressful it is to 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 
on the mind to be in a bubble and perform at a, at a high level. So that's, that's one of the, the things that we have to consider, especially now you can't take for granted one person in a room for a couple of months just looking at walls in a bubble. You know, I think every team now would have to travel with a psychologist, you know, a motivational um, person, you know, to just make sure everybody is sound mentally, you know, um, and have that person you could talk to. Because um, it does get lonely on, on, on the road. But definitely what you said, the steps West Indies took in order to bring competitive cricket for us, the fans, to see. For England, the, I mean, I was on air, I think, during that, those test series. And I, and I said, you know, we've, and it happened at a time where George Floyd was, was killed and, and, and it, it sparked, you know, a lot of awareness of uh, people of color. And for you to see a team of, 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 of black people, people of color, coming to England during all the midst of all that protest and knowing what the black team would, 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 would earn compared to, you know, what the English team was earning and the amount of money just through that talk, England would have saved save the make or however you want to put it. I think it was a massive statement of, you know, sportsmanship, you know, and also the inequalities we, 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 we speak about on, on, on race. And I think England owes the West Indies uh, a, a big, a big favour coming down, down the road. You were working with Sky when that was going on and uh, yeah. you would have been aware of, you know, the impact of Michael Holding and Ebony Rainford-Brent and their words and how it made headline news uh, everywhere because it was so powerful and uh, yeah. emotional, yeah? Yeah, it, it was. And, you know, I, I've, it's, a, it's a video I've looked at a few times. You know, you could see the passion. Um, sometimes you just... You know, things happen to you and you just move along because it becomes, it's now accepted. It was accepted by society. That's your parents tell you. That's just the way it is. You turn the, 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 the chick. But I think, you know, with that, with the George Floyd uh, incident, it's it just like something that triggered, like, enough is enough. And people start raising awareness. People in power start, you know, highlighting, you know, the issues that we face not only as sportsmen but as a people and i think that those were powerful words by by ebony and and, and, and by by mikey and you see more people coming out and i think it 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 started a conversation that was needed you know and i think a few steps were taken in in the right direction in trying to eliminate you know the racism and the inequalities of, of, of in our in our in our society. It, it's incredible the passion that he still has for the game, and he he really does care, doesn't he? He cares about yeah. West Indies. Yes, yes, he does. And I mean, if you, I think, when human beings, if you if you've done something for so long, and when you did it, you had that passion 
fought it, you know, because Clive, Clive was like a, a father figure in the dressing room, you know, um, breeding new talent year in and year out. And that doesn't just go away just like that, you know, and to, to know and understand what your, your presence, what your team meant, not only to, to the cricketing um, public, but to, to, a, to an entire race, you know, and to see how it is now, you wish you could, there's something you could do, you know, whether it be where your voice off by encouraging through coaching, through, you know, being in administration and, you know, he's tried, you know, to, to, to show that he still cares and, and have a deep passion for, for the game and, and the West Indies cricket. Webby, I know we're on a webcam, but can you smell, something smells good. <laughs> that's, a, that's an amazing fragrance I've got coming across the yeah, yeah. It's a fragrance oh, man, sort of smell. You guys are special, man. No wonder you, Darren. No wonder. <laughs> yes, yes. Talking about that, you know, um, we just did the media release for a new licensing deal like I did with, um, with a, a really, you know, renowned brand uh, company. Um, Asga Ali is a is a have been known for creating good scent over a hundred years. You know, um, well, yeah, since 1914. So, yeah, if my maths is correct, it's over over a hundred years. So, um, it's and especially now, you know, I've always felt connected with the fans. You know, um, I've played with. With a passion, I and now that I'm almost already on the other side, you know, the new chapter, you know, I still want to connect with with the fans in that sort of way and create a, a brand, whether it be in clothing or or, or now the, the perfume that exhibits the way I played, you know, with that passion, that that, that power, that pleasure. My brand, brand eighty eight is the brand message is it's in you. So Darren, whatever your 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 passion, your your greatness, your uh, whatever it is that you want in life, it's in you and it just got to come out. So I want to create that type of scent that gives you that confidence that is in you. So when you you know you walk down the street and you it gives you that that sense of confidence that because you know you got you got all that that thing inside you. So I need it. Happy. I'm a shy guy. Me, I need that. You're a shy guy. <laughs> well, guess what? Guess what? Your braveness is in you. <laughs> <laughs> so when when are people going to be able to get hold of? Uh, yes. Hold um, of so Asga Ali has uh, uh, they 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 distribute all over um, over Asia and they have over forty distribution outlets uh, across the across the world. Um, we intend to launch the, the, the perfume in the, in the summer. Um, and um, by then, you will know in England where you could get that, that scent. Hopefully, I don't, it doesn't put you in trouble, you know? <laughs> as, soon as, as soon as I told my wife about it, she's expecting a bottle. <laughs> but, um, yeah, um, in a later date, we will... We will um, we will um, make known 
to to the fans to the world where where you could you could get it. It will also be online. Yeah. Um, via via Asgali um, uh, perfumes um, on also but before that I have a, a bigger announcement I probably might make um, um, uh, later this year later this month you know that would be before the perfume so you have to stay tuned Darren to 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 see something coming out in 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 the spring so um, it's oh, been you're going to give us the exclusive then. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah, but I'm telling Go you, on. something is something is, is is coming out. I also signed a, another licensing agreement um, with a company out of uh, out of Pakistan. So, um, and we're gonna come out with a, a collection in in, in 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 spring. You know, Pakistan, where you're now a citizen. Yeah, yeah. You know, you know, COVID prevented me from getting my award. You know, so. When I go down, because I'm coaching, um, I'm the head coach for Peshawar Zali now. Um, I have to collect my award when I go down there. It's it's so good to see cricket back there. You know, after 10, 11 years of of not seeing the the, the, the stars play in front of them, you know, it was it's good that you know the cricketers who who went there played a, a small part in bringing cricket back to Pakistan and the fans there. The place is beautiful. You know, um, the people are so passionate about cricket. And, um, yeah, it's, it's it's a good place. I've enjoyed playing. You know, the, the, the fans have showed me so much love down there. And I can't wait to, to head back down there again. South Africa is there now. So I can't wait to see how that series plays off. Yeah, that's right. They, they, that starts, uh, is it this week? They, they, that starts? Yes, yes. Yeah. I think it starts this, this week. So what else? What are you? I mean, it's busy, busy, busy. You have got your foundation. You've got this uh, aroma, aroma business, perfumes, and the scent of confidence. Yeah, <laughs> I like that. I like that. Um, yeah, I also have. Um, I launched the Darren Sami Foundation back in 2016. You know, growing up in Saint Lucia, where you know sometimes the islands um, is things are not easily accessible. And, and it's the Darren Sami Foundation is an extension of what was done for me as a kid, where somebody, you know, paid attention to what I needed, you know, and created an, an opportunity for me uh, to go to, to England in the MCC on Cricketers and further develop my, my career. So I've created this, this opportunity for for kids in sports and, and, and education. So uh, up to date, um, we have, I have given over 60 scholarships um, for, for kids in, in, in education. And it's, and I challenge them because if you do well and you maintain a certain average at school throughout the year, you could be, you will be retained. So for we target students between nine, 10 years to, to 18. So if you if you if you're smart and you're good, we could take you out throughout your, your secondary school school year. That's an ease of um, all of, of your parents. You know, we give them a scholarship grant that covers uh, school books, uniform, uh, tuition, everything. And um, 
And one of the one of the requirements they have to participate in an extracurricular activity because you know you can't leave out the, the sports, you know. So um, it's been going good, you know. And um, um, also through Digital, we've we have also have the Darren Sami Cricket Academy where every year for a period of two to three weeks we bring on an international coach and we get the top fifteen to twenty cricketers in Ireland. And we treat them and we show them what it is to, to be a professional cricketer. So the dieting, the, 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 the physical work, the technical work, the mental work. And we put them in a nice, you know, hotel. A nice hotel to see, oh, this is the life you could have if you de determine to, to work, out, work, work hard. So the first three years we've had, you know, Phil Simmons come over to be... Um, uh, Trevor Penny come over and um, we provide them with full every 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 child gets a full cricket cricket kit, you know. So it's been it's been good. Some of my guys have have went on to represent Saint Lucia and the Windward Islands, you know. So um, so it's 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 good, you know, to also give back to to a country that have have, have supported you throughout the years. That's definitely. We're yeah. going to have to wind this up. I've just noticed how long we've been talking. We're taking up way too much of your time, man. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes, man. Yes, man. But it's, it's, uh, thank you for having me. And it's, it's what, I, what I'll say um, to, to the fans out there. You know, when, when um, keep supporting and when that, when that new scent come out, go to the stores and, 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 and buy it. So, uh, proceeds, some of the proceeds will definitely be going to to help um, underprivileged kids there in St. Lucia through the Darren Sammy Foundation. Great stuff. Yes. And, and next time you uh, you fancy coming over to, to Essex in, on a nice cold April day to <sighs> no, open the probably, bowling? Probably, probably in, um, in August thereabout. I'll come <laughs> and play. Because the game I came to play, I think it rained out, no? It rained out. I think, I, uh, I think you finished one game, I think, from what yeah, we've I seen. Finished you finished one, but one the game. game. Rained out. Yeah. yeah, and then the next one was rained out, yeah. Yes, yes. But, but we, you owe us. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> definitely, definitely. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it, man.